Hello all you boss bitch wannabes and welcome to Ramblings of a Spicy Mind where we talk all things business startup. I will also be interviewing some fucking amazing women in business who are going to tell you how they got started, how they got to where they are and where they plan to go in the future. So grab a coffee, put your feet up and let's get this show on the road. Hello, hello, and welcome to the third episode of Ramblings of Spice Mind. Now, I had planned to have had many more episodes uploaded by now. I started this podcast a while ago, and then, as tends to happen, my life got a little bit crazy, and I had to prioritize the things that my clients and my family needed from me. So I pulled back a little bit from some of the things that I was starting, but now I am all thought out, and I am back and ready to up my game. So... That is what I want to talk about in today's episode is the pressure that is put on women and women in business to be all of the things to all of the people all of the damn time. We are expected to be super women. We are expected to take on the majority of the childcare in most cases if we have children. We are expected to take on responsibility for family and to have everything sorted out and organized. When um, you're, when somebody's parents get ill, you will probably find that it will be the, the females of the family, so the daughters and the aunties and things who are the ones who take on that workload of caring for the person who has become ill. And it's the same with everything. When our children get sick, it is usually the women who have to take time off work or take time away from their business and they, ha- they deal with the children and look after them and stay home with them when they're home from school. It is very rarely that the partner, if there is a partner, does any of this. And one of the things that I have noticed over the years is that when people are on a stage, you know, like being celebrated and interviewed about their business and their success, one of the first questions that any woman in business gets asked is, how do you juggle everything with your family? Nobody ever asks the men on the stage that, or the man who's been interviewed. Nobody ever asks a man, how did you juggle being a father with running your business or working your high corporate job? It's not even considered that men would have that issue. And that is because for the majority of cases, they don't. Because for the majority, it is the women who take on that workload. We, are, we, we have to be super women. And we have to do everything. And then we're also expected to take really good care of ourselves and to make sure that we are fit and healthy and able to do all of this work. And you know what? It's just not really possible to do all of the things all of the time. And this so often leads to a breakdown or overwhelm or exhaustion. And if you're a woman in business, and you are suffering from overwhelm and you just can't give any more, your business is going to fail because you are your business, particularly for small business startups. The first six months, people throw themselves into things and they, they, they are fired up and they're, they're ready to grow their business. And after about six months, you start to see the cracks appearing because they are so tired 
and they have worked so hard to get to wherever it is that they are. And so many people will pull back and take a break from social media, for example, because they're feeling overwhelmed with the social media aspects, or they will reduce the number of orders that they're accepting, or they will extend their um, lead times for orders being dispatched. And then it kind of snowballs, and because you've done one thing, that then impacts, it's the whole butterfly effect. You know, change one small thing and it has a massive impact elsewhere. So, for example, if you have become overwhelmed with the amount of social media that you are having to deal with and you pull back from social media, that is then going to impact on the number of sales because if you have been going all guns on your social media and focusing on that and making that your main selling um, marketing platform, you're then going to pull it back, reduce it, have lower reach, lower engagement, and all of the things that come with that. It will also knock the confidence of anyone who has been watching you for those six months, who has been kind of thinking about buying or, or, or signing up with you, whatever industry you're in, it differs. But it may knock the confidence of that person who will look at it and go, mm, but now they've kind of dropped off the radar. So... Maybe it's a good job I didn't sign up with them because what if they'd have dropped off the radar while I, after I'd signed up and then would they still be working with me? So when you do these things, it has a wider impact. And that's why I find, I feel it's really, really important to help the women who are my clients to set their business up from the beginning in a way that will reduce the chances of that happening. So using things like automation, doing things like having a content schedule, um, all of the different things that you can do to reduce the, the, the pressure on you to perform. Because if you are having to be on all of the time and something happens in your life, you can't just drop everything. Because if you do that, it's going to have long-reaching implications for your business. So I feel it's really important when I'm working with a business startup to get it across to them that the sooner they implement things that take the pressure off them and give them more time for the other things in their life, because I'm not going to say to somebody, well, make your husband stay home with the kids while you go and work on your business and things like that, because that, that's not how the dynamics of family work. And it would be amazing if everybody had supportive family networks who helped them to make sure that the pressure was taken off when something like a child getting sick happens or a parent who needs some additional support or whatever. It would be amazing if we all had these networks. But as a sole carer, like I have no family network. If my son is ill and home from school, it's me and him and that is it. There's nobody else. I can't even really ask my daughter because I'm her carer. She has her own set of problems that she deals with. And I can't ask her to look after him. And she is the only person who kind of would be able to, to an extent. So I had to learn pretty quickly um, because even years and years ago when it was only my daughter and I, I only had the one and I wasn't having to split my time between them and things I had to find ways to be able to keep going and keep doing what I was doing if something happened because it was all on me 
And it is that way for many, many women in business. Even if they have a partner and if they have a family, a lot of the time, all that means in reality is that they have more responsibilities, not less, more. Now, there are some, obviously, this is, I'm not talking about every woman in business, like, because there are some women in business who have very supportive partners who are there, who who take their share of the childcare, who do their share of the housework and all of the other things. But for a lot of us, even if we have a supportive partner, there is still even just internal pressure to perform and do all of the things. How many of us will ask somebody to do something, say that we need help with it, but then we'll just do it ourselves anyway because we don't want to wait for somebody else or we feel that they wouldn't be able to do it the way that we want them to. Or even if they do do it, we stand over their shoulder making sure they do it how we want. Like, we never let up on ourselves. Now, a lot of that is mindset, which is why the first thing I do with anyone is mindset work. Mindset is the first step to success in business. But a lot of it can be dealt with by automating, outsourcing, and putting things in place so that, like, recently when my love got shipped, I had to kind of pull back a little bit and not be doing everything. I pulled back on the podcast because that was brand new. It was just starting up. I hadn't really put any um, energy into it yet, so it wasn't building the momentum yet. So I let that go to one side because I knew that it wasn't going to damage its its chances when I came back to it later. But what I did was I made sure that I had my content for the entire two months that I have pulled back for social media. I had my content all planned out. Where possible, I had it scheduled in. If it was something that I was doing live, like the live training on JCK Theatre, I made sure that it was set up so that I only did that once a week so that I was able to dedicate that hour or half hour, however long the training was going to be. And everything else I did in advance. So all of the PDF downloads that were going into there, everything was done and saved onto my computer so that I could just click upload on the correct day. And by doing that, it doesn't appear on the outside that I have taken any time away from my business because I've been posting on a regular basis. I, I was previously posting like once or twice a day. I've now increased that now that I'm back and doing things like properly and getting myself thrown into it all again. I've now increased that. I'm posting multiple times a day across all my platforms again, whereas I kind of just had it all scheduled up and there wasn't really much of me interacting beyond answering any comments. So I would answer some comments that came in, but I wasn't on there in groups and things. I wasn't doing my breadcrumbing. I wasn't, I just kind of took a step back from it all. And my accounts for my business itself were able to just keep going in the background without me having to worry about it. And this is a huge, huge thing that women in business really need to learn to let go a little bit <laughs> and to to kind of prepare for what things are going to be like later down the line. Because even if things don't go wrong in your personal life, even if you set your business up and from the day you set your business up, everything goes smoothly, 
your workload is going to increase. So if things are going smoothly and everything's happening on plan and there are no problems, your sales are going to increase because if you're doing it right, that is what's going to happen. You're going to start out with nothing and then you are going to gradually increase or possibly really, really quickly increase because it does happen. There, there will suddenly be a rush if you have started a business at a certain time of year, near Christmas, let's say, and you have an amazing Christmas product, you might go from not to 100 in the space of a month. When you do that, you are going to be fucked if you haven't put things in place. If you are emailing every customer individually, typing out that email as you send it, <coughs> excuse me, typing out that email as you send it, you are not going to be able to do that if you've got 100 orders a day coming in. If you are putting out your social media posts on the fly just as things come to you, you are not going to be able to do that if you have got 100 orders a day to create and dispatch. So you need to have these things in place from day one so that it's not a case of scrambling to find a solution to a problem once it arises. You need to plan ahead. Now, I know for some people this is really difficult to do. It's really hard to envision what their business will look like in the future, especially if they are at the very early stages where they're lucky if they get one order a month. Because I've been there and I have helped other women who have been there where it's literally like nothing happens for months and months on end and you feel like you're pouring your heart and soul into this thing and nobody is listening. But eventually those sales are going to come in. And if you have been able to do all of these lovely personal touches and do everything in the moment, as soon as those orders come in, you are going to be scrabbling. You are going to be desperately trying to find a solution to this problem that is now there. So one of the things that I like to do with people is talk about, okay, so how is your business going to work in the future? When you have scaled up, what are you going to do to make it possible for you to keep going? Because I have hit that roadblock several times over where my business scaled and it reached a point where I just wasn't able to continue. I wasn't able to keep up. I talked about this on um, another episode, another um, vlog episode that's over on YouTube when I was talking to my basically FBA women where I got to the stage in my businesses where I... I wasn't ready to step up to that next level. So I had to let them go, or at least I felt I had to let them go because at that point I hadn't learned all of these things that I could do to make my life easier. So I hadn't learned about automating properly. I had kind of like abandoned cart automations and things going on, but I hadn't learned how to properly automate my, um, my entire business how to batch create. I was creating products as they were ordered. So I didn't have things in place where I could just go and grab what needed to go into a box and send it out. I was sitting and making those things individually as people ordered them. Little things like that that I could have changed if I'd have put them in place from the beginning, it would have made a huge difference. So I want anyone listening to this to think about that today and over the next few days. Like, how does your business run right now? Your, how is your business running? And how would you need it to run in the future when you go to that next step, when you go to that next level? 
if you have these things in place already, that is amazing. Well done, because you are so far ahead of the majority of business startups. But if you don't, start thinking about them. Start thinking about what are the things that you do that take a lot of time in your business and can you automate them or outsource them? Is there a way that you can batch create so that you don't have to do each one individually? Things like scheduling your social media posts so that you don't have to set put each one out on each platform in the moment. All of these things make a huge difference and they make just as big of a difference in the early days because it gives you free time. It gives you time to work on the other things and to, to do things like the spending time with your family and your other responsibilities outside of your business. And you might even be working another job. You might be working a full or a part-time job at the same time. So putting these automations and things in place, having all of these things sorted out to just run on their own so that you don't have to think about them, that is going to really help you to grow your business while you don't have that time to dedicate to it. So many people say like, oh, well, I started my business, but I don't really have the time to put into it because I'm working full time. And by the time I get in on a night, I'm so tired. The way to do it is to automate, to hand it over. If you have um, the financial ability to pay for a social media manager, pay for a goddamn social media manager. It doesn't matter that you're in the startup phase and you don't have the customers yet. Yes, it will mean you putting your own money into it. But putting your money into that is going to generate money. It's going to generate sales. You are going to see a return on that investment. So if social media marketing is a big part of your business growth plan and you personally don't have the time to dedicate it to it, dedicate funds to it instead and let somebody else who knows what they are fucking doing because that is their zone of genius, let them take that pressure off you and let them grow your business for you in the background while you go to work. You're going to work so that you can pay your bills and not have to worry while you're growing your, your business. So you go to work and don't worry about it. Come in on a night and just check in and see what they've been doing. If there are things that need changing, let them know about that. But find yourself somebody who you can pay to do it or find a way to automate it and set it up so that you maybe only spend one day a week or one day a month setting up all of your social media and then you don't have to think about it for the rest of the month it's it's off your plate set a reminder in your phone so that you don't forget to go back and do it the next month because that can be a thing for some people especially people like me but there are ways that you can reduce the pressure without having to worry about not putting enough time and energy and effort into your business Starting a business does not have to be a 24-7 job. Running a business does not have to be a 24-7 job. Many, many women start a business because they want freedom. They don't want to be tied to a 9-to-5. They don't want to have to miss out on things. They don't want to have to say to their children, oh, well, mummy can't come to the play this week because I have to work or I've got orders to do or whatever. Make it so that you have that freedom to live the life that you wanted to right from day one. Don't say to yourself, when I've made my first million, I will be able to pay for a VA and a media manager and this, that and the other. Start it from the ground up. 
put those things in place, give yourself that freedom so that you don't end up burning out, overwhelmed, having a complete mental breakdown in month six, month 12, year five. It happens at some point. Everybody reaches a point where they can no longer manage all of this stuff themselves. No matter how damn good you are, you cannot do everything yourself forever. So have a plan in place. It doesn't even have to be implemented right at the start if you don't want to, but have a plan for how you will implement it when you get to that stage. So that is my rambling for today. And thank you for joining me. And my next upload is going to be, I'm trying to think, it's going to be an interview. I can't remember who it is that I've got booked in next, but it's going to be an interview with an amazing woman in business. So stay tuned, keep an eye out for that happening. Hit that follow button or subscribe, depending on which platform you're on. And I will be back again soon.